booklet for the form for morning prayer for use during the week after Pentecost is available in the chat bar. Morning prayer begins on page three of the booklet. <clears throat> ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Because ye are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia, the Spirit of the Lord filleth the world. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. The Vanity is on page four of the booklet. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 139, on page 514 of the Book of Common Prayer. <coughs> o Lord, thou hast searched me out and known me, Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thoughts long before. Thou art about my path and about my bed, and art acquainted with all my ways. For lo, there is not a <laughs> word in my tongue, but thou, O Lord, knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful and excellent for me. I cannot attain unto it. Whither shall I go then from thy spirit, or whither shall I go then from thy presence? If I climb up into heaven, thou art there. If I go down to hell, thou art there also. If I take the wings of the morning, and remain in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there also shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, Peradventure the darkness shall cover me, then shall my night be turned to day. Yea, the darkness is no darkness with thee, but the night is as clear as the day. The darkness and light to thee are both alike. For my reins are thine, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks unto thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My bones are not hid from thee, though I be made secretly and fashioned beneath in the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being imperfect, and in thy book were all my members written. Which day by day were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How dear are thy counsels unto me, O God! O how great is the sum of them! 
If I tell them, they are more in number than the sand. When I wake up, I am present with thee. Wilt thou not slay the wicked, O God? Depart from me, ye bloodthirsty men. For they speak unrighteously against thee, and thine enemies take thy name in vain. Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee, and am I not grieved with those that rise up against thee? Yea, I hate them right sore, even as though they were mine enemies. Try me, O God, and seek the ground of my heart. Prove me and examine my thoughts. Look well if there be any way of wickedness in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the ninth chapter of the Book of Wisdom. O God of my fathers, and Lord of mercy, who hast made all things with thy word, and ordained man through thy wisdom, that he should have dominion over the creatures which thou hast made, and order the world according to equity and righteousness, and execute judgment with an upright heart. Give me wisdom that sitteth by thy throne, and reject me not from, thy, from among thy children. For I, thy servant and son of thy handmaid, am a, am a feeble person, and of a short time, and too young for the understanding of judgment and laws. For though a man be never so perfect among the children of men, yet if thy wisdom be not with him, he shall be nothing regarded. Here endeth the first lesson. Etchig Deus on page 6 of the booklet. O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou didst comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord God is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion. For great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the ninth verse of the third chapter of the book of 1 Corinthians. For we are God's fellow workers, you are God's field, you are God's building. According to the grace of God which was given to me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest, for the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as though as through fire. 
Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Here endeth the second lesson. Dignus S. on page 7 of the booklet. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb, that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Send, we beseech thee, Almighty God, thy Holy Spirit into our hearts, that he may direct and rule us according to thy will, comfort us in all our afflictions, defend us from all error, and lead us into all truth, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with thee in the same Holy Spirit liveth and reigneth one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who is at this time to teach the hearts of thy faithful people by sending to them the light of thy Holy Spirit, grant us by the same Spirit to have a right judgment in all things, and evermore to rejoice in his holy comfort, through the merits of Christ Jesus our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the same Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, in whose hands are the living and the dead, we give thanks for all those thy servants who have laid down their lives in the service of our country. Grant to them thy mercy and the light of thy presence, that the good work which thou hast begun in them may be perfected. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, 
defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. Welcome. We are, um, in addition to being Memorial Day, where we honor uh, those who gave their life and service to the country. It's We're in the octave of, of Pentecost um, that runs from yesterday, Pentecost Sunday, through, uh, through Saturday. And actually, next Sunday, um, which is Trinity Sunday, Trinity is a, a little bit of a later feast. Trinity, even the lessons for Trinity Sunday reflect its original identity as the octave day of Pentecost. So this week, we think we most of the lessons will focus on the spirit and, and the implications of the gift of the spirit. And with this, um, you know, the revelation of, of God as Trinity, which we'll focus on next Sunday, you know, there's there's a, a, in sort of the persons of the Trinity, the Father is, is, is the God who is beyond understanding and, and the Son is the person through whom God is known. We know that which can't be known, as we say it in our blessing, the peace of God, which we know the peace of God, which passes understanding, which means we understand peace, which we can't understand. Um, and then the spirit is, is the way that we actually experience the presence. Um, he whom we uh, come to, to is revealed to us. We see in Jesus specific word of God meaning purpose revealed in Jesus becomes to be experientially known in the spirit. And I was in um, actually North Carolina on Sunday, I got to hear Archbishop Haviland talk about uh, Pentecost. And he, um, he made the point that Pentecost, unlike it's one of the three great feasts along Christmas and Easter, but unlike those two feasts, it's not popular. They're, it's not surrounded by a, a commercial, um, you know, emphasis that co-ops it into, you know, something, just hurry up and get the shopping sale or, you know, or, or all this, all the other kinds of things that move away from the central uh, faith theme of the season. And, and, and so Pentecost doesn't have that. And in many ways, it's very apt because it's through the spirit that, that God comes to each of us personally. <clears throat> and you can't make a popular thing out of that. <laughs> you you either live in the spirit or you don't live in the spirit. And through the spirit, it actually brings all the benefits of resurrection to us. And now because of the spirit, we've died with Christ in baptism and, and we're raised with him. And we live in the spirit. And it is recognizing this, this it gives us the implication of for so many things in the Christian life. First of all, it's why what we call the life of prayer is absolutely central. That we can't, the Bible tells us we can't even begin to live the Christian life unless we have the Spirit. It is the power and grace that comes through the Spirit that enables us to do what God calls us to do. So if we don't begin our life in prayer, in, in, in renewing that union with the Father, through Christ in the spirit, we don't have the grace to do out, go out and do what we want to do. And that's the, the main problem. The Christian life is where people skip prayer, skip that relational connection, and then go out and end up operating in what the Bible calls the flesh, trying to do the will of God on their own power. And that's how people fall. So this is why, especially in a world that values, you know, we have productivity, get it done. We don't have time to, to, 
devote to prayerful communion with God. It's why it's how we get off track. And so only in the spirit can we really please God. And this is our lessons highlight this. In wisdom, it's it's a meditation on the king who understands he can't rule without God's spirit. So and and that does reflect Solomon, who when he waited on God and his spirit, he ruled well. And when he neglected God's spirit, he fell into idolatry and and and, and judgment. And um, our Corinthians lesson actually brings out another lesson of this thing, because in the Corinthians, in this passage, Corinthians is about divisions in the church. And um, when St. Paul talks in this passage about uh, he who destroys the temple of God, God will judge, we have to be very clear about what he means that the church as the body of Christ, not the physical building, but the community of Christians in whom the spirit dwells is corporately the body of Christ. Therefore, if we attack one another, we're attacking the temple because we're attacking its unity. If I say that I prefer this person to that person, or if we gossip and try to slander a member of the body, we're, we're literally attacking the unity of the temple. And this is what this is what St. Paul is saying, because at the beginning of Corinthians, it's he's saying, well, one person was saying, I'm of Apollos and I'm following Paul. And and uh, a lot of people didn't like Paul that much because he wasn't apparently a very good speaker. You read his lessons, he's very smart, but apparently didn't give compelling uh, oratorical sermons. And so some people liked Apollos. It looks like he came by and he was a little bit more polished, more of a, the classical Greek orator. And and so the point is that, and this is something from the body of Christ, we we have to move in, in trying to love one another. That sounds like a really nice thing. Uh, but the work of love is appreciating the wonderful diversity and appreciating that if if someone has a more visibly impressive gift, we could thank God for that. And if someone has a less visibly impressive but more humble gift by which they serve, we can appreciate them for that, appreciate that God has given the fullness of this in the body. And so we really heed this um, instruction for today's New Testament lesson when we realize that, that and this is very, very important. The church is not the building. And it was funny because I was at <clears throat> Saturday, I was at uh, Duke University for an ordination in the Duke Chapel, which apparently is modeled after Canterbury Cathedral. And it's a beautiful building, uh, as, as is Canterbury Cathedral, but absent the presence of a worshiping community filled with the spirit, it's just a museum. It's not the body of Christ. And it's a temptation for people to mistake buildings for the church. The church is the people, and and it is when, as we each live in the spirit and love each other in the spirit, especially when it's difficult to do it, that we're really the church. And so we work against the world and really show ourselves to be the body of Christ when we when we're tempted to criticize, to gossip, instead to think, what is what is the way I can speak that will provoke unity, that will appreciate the other that will show grace to the other, just as I would like grace shown to me. And this is what St. Paul is talking about there. So remembering then in today, especially on Pentecost, that, that the spirit 
individually makes us, connects us to God, but also connects us to each other, and we are the body of Christ, the church. And the significant thing about the church building, it's where we experience the presence of God together. And so as we begin to really be aware of our, our identity uh, as the body of Christ, we begin to, to, to love and comport ourselves the way um, Christ commanded us when he said, uh, by this all will know you are my disciples if you have love for one another. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Monday and great start to your week. Thank you, Father John. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye, kiddos. Thank you so much.